are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Learn of me. I am humble. It's the title of this devotion. I personally believe that we're all to be learners. The difference between a wise man and a fool is if you're a learner or not. A fool cannot be corrected. He will not listen. He will not learn. That's what makes him a fool. It's not that he needs education that makes him a fool. It's that he refuses to learn. What makes a man a wise man? Not because he knows everything, but because he's willing to learn everything. And there are things, of course, that we should never learn. The Bible says, be wise concerning what is good, but be simple concerning evil. There's a lot of things that are dark and evil that I don't want to know anything about. I don't want to have any fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, Ephesians 5 verse 8. I don't want to have any communion with it, any knowledge of it. I actually pray the opposite. If I ever see something on TV that is, that is dark for my soul, I say, oh, Lord Jesus, cleanse me with your blood, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, cleanse me. Sprinkle my heart with your blood. Hebrews 10, verse uh, 22, sprinkle my heart from an evil conscience, Lord. Sprinkling has to do with what Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, works from heaven in us. So, and he cleanses us by the Holy Spirit with his precious blood, taking away the consciousness of evil. So, yes, there's a lot of things you don't want to learn. I don't want to hear a lot of things, there's certain voices that are gossip voices. I don't listen to them. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I have no appetite for it, nor do I want to develop an appetite for it. I shun it. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, learn of me. And I would so plead with you, number one, be a learner. Number two, learn from Jesus or learn from Jesus. Be a learner to maybe put it in a better order. And I want to read this to you for a moment from the Passion Translation, starting here at verse 25 of Matthew 11, okay? Listen to this. Then Jesus exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth, and you have hidden the great revelations of your authority from those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. Instead, you have shared it with these who humble themselves. Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart. As you've chosen this way to extend your kingdom by giving it to those who have become like trusting children, you have entrusted me with all you are and all that you have. No one fully intimately knows the Son except the Father, and no one fully and intimately knows the Father except the Son, 
that the Son is able to unveil the Father to anyone He chooses. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me, says Jesus, and I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine, learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please, and you will find refreshment and rest in me, for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. So two things I want to focus on from this verse, and I love it in the Amplified, Classic Amplified, and in the Passion here, two things. Number one, Jesus said, Father, you have entrusted all of yourself to me. You have entrusted all of yourself to me. Then, having been entrusted with the fullness of God, as it would say in Colossians 1.19 and 2 verse 9, it pleased the Father that the fullness of the Godhead would dwell in Jesus. If ever you would like to know what the Trinity means, a word not in the Bible, but it simply means three in one, look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. In the body of Jesus, you see the perfection of the oneness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit simply called Trinity, three in one. In Jesus' body, you see the perfection of the oneness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so Jesus said, Father, you've entrusted all of yourself to me. And then he looks at you and me and says, learn of me that I'm gentle and that I'm meek, lowly, humble, of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Don't ever allow yourself to believe such feelings and thoughts that don't come from God. You're no good. You'll never change. You'll never make it. You've missed it. You'll never get to what God called you to. You blew it. You could have had it. You should have had it. Those voices do not come from my Father. Those thoughts do not come from Jesus. Yes, all of us go through times of despair when we feel we will never survive, we will never live through it. Even Paul writes that in 2 Corinthians 1, verse 8 and 9, how he felt he would never live through it, how he was doomed to die and had given up all hope of survival. He said, but that was good for us because we placed all of ourselves into the hands of God who can even raise the dead. And he raised us from a horrible death and we trust him to do it again and again. Any of us go through times of despair where we can hardly breathe, where we can't think straight, where we don't, where we don't know anymore, don't feel it anymore. But that's not the end of us. No way. It is the Lord. And so, even if it's just a crumb at a time that falls from the master's table, keep learning. Remember the Seraphonician woman who followed Jesus, crying out to him, have mercy upon me, have mercy. And the disciples got so weary with her crying out that they said, Lord, send her away, send her away. She keeps on harassing us with her crying. And Jesus turned to her and looked at her and said, it is not 
right for me to take the bread for the children and cast it to the dogs. The dogs is another term in those days for heathens, uh, non-Jewish people in those days. Jesus took all that way of thinking away, believe me. So he said that to her and she said, yes, Lord, I agree. But do not the little dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table? And my goodness, Jesus looked at her and said, wow, I have not seen such great faith. What was that great faith he saw? The meekness, the humility, the meekness, the humility. You see, She was not offended with being, realizing that, yeah, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve it. You see, today there is an arrogance that's come from the nature of Satan that people will get angry because they think they deserve this and this and that. But folks, you wake up in life and you realize, I don't deserve anything except death. Because all of Satan fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. All of us deserve to be written off, and yet because of Jesus, the Father looks at us with eyes of compassion and love, and He is willing to turn things around, but we have to learn from Jesus that His divinity as God was displayed in His humility. Again, His divinity with God, His oneness with the Father, Him being God was displayed, made manifest. His oneness with the Father, His glory with God was made manifest in His humility, in Him being nothing and the Father being everything, in Him being nothing and the Father being everything. And there He had rest. He had rest. He was just totally content, satisfied, wanting nothing. The Father and His loving presence was more than enough. The Father and His goodness and glory were more than enough. And Jesus was constantly trying to help His disciples learn this, but they were quite slow at learning. (laughs) And maybe you and I are not much different than those disciples. Maybe we're a bit slow at learning. And that's why we often suffer with anger or irritation or resentment, which shows that we haven't learned yet. Because once you've learned from Jesus Christ, you begin to embrace His humility, His meekness, His gentleness, His rest in the Father, in the Father in Him. I'll close with you here from John chapter 13, if I may, starting at verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, and we know Jesus was crucified at Passover, when Jesus knew that the hour had come that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were with him, he loved them to the end. It's the New King James. The The classic Amplified, let me see how it says it there, you know, instead of me just saying it, but it says there, 
He had loved those who were his own in the world. He loved them to the last and to the highest degree. Another translation says, longing to show them the extent of his love. Longing for him to see how truly deep that love is, how high it is, how wide it is, as Ephesians 3 verse 16 would say, 17. How great this love is. It says there that all of the universe cannot contain the love that we see made manifest in Jesus. There's no end, there's no beginning or end. It's eternally great, eternally glorious because God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him and in that abiding with God, his love is perfected in us, made complete in us and expresses its perfection in that when we are in the day of judgment, there's nothing in us that draws back or is frightened or afraid of what God might do to us but we have boldness to draw near because he loved us, we love him. Because he loved us first, we love him. And here in John 13, it says, Jesus knowing he was about to depart from the world and the Father having entrusted everything to him, he longed to show his disciples the extent of his love. Okay, are you with me? And supper being ended, the devil, having already put it in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray Jesus, Jesus, knowing the Father had given all things to his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper, laid aside his garment, took a towel, girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, What I'm doing you do not understand now, <coughs> but you will know afterwards. And Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. You see, cleanliness and uncleanness betray. So let me stop here at this moment and just show you this wonderful attribute of learning that he is humble. Jesus longed to show the extent of the love in which he lived with the Father and thereby laid aside his garment, took on the rope, so to speak, of a servant and washed his disciples' feet and it was in letting them, excuse me, it was in letting him wash them that they became a part of him. Okay, rephrase it again. It was in letting him serve them 
by washing them that they were part of Him. You see, I'm going to talk about this this week, about the servant heart of our Savior Jesus, because we do not always appreciate that heart, or we would express it much more in being more willing and ready to serve. Because, see, there was a strange atmosphere there in that room. Why? Because nobody had washed their feet, and so they all didn't feel completely clean, right? Not completely. There was fellowship, but the fellowship was awkward because they didn't all feel completely clean. And nobody would do anything about it. Nobody would do anything about it, but Jesus came to do something about all that awkward dysfunction in relationships. And he began to wash them so that the atmosphere changed and they could communicate and fellowship without this sense of, I'm not clean. I can't be open, I can't be honest, I can't be sincere because I'm not totally clean. And folks, we live within a world today that seems it can get along on just insincerity or the lack of openness. And I really believe that there's such a need for this spirit that we can learn from Jesus in his humility that wants to cleanse so that there can be that beautiful fellowship with the Father. That we can enjoy fellowship with one another in the presence of God and that there's no awkwardness or dysfunction among us. Jesus says to you and me, come, learn of me. Learn of me, that I'm humble. Verse 12, so when he had washed their feet, taking his garments, sat down again and said to them, do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, Blessed are you if you do that. I personally want always to have a heart and a spirit ready to serve. Virginia, my children, the congregation, anybody I meet anywhere at any time. I actually get so happy when I get to do something. I went with my grandchildren down to the, to the coast here to have some time by the sea, and they were enjoying swimming in the water, which was a bit too cold for me, but they loved it. And I had taken some bottles of water, and I hadn't drank my bottle of water. And as we were walking back to the car, there was these two uh, youngsters sitting there, a teenage girl with her little brother or so, and I just looked at them, and they looked famished. So hot, it was really hot. And so I said, hey, are you thirsty? Would you like to have some nice fresh water? And they said, yes. And so I gave them my bottle of water. And they were so grateful and it was nice and cold. And I, you can't imagine how happy I was. I just felt so happy to be able to serve, to do something for somebody in need. 
And Jesus said, we stop connecting if we stop serving, if we stop love, showing love and showing acceptance and showing forgiveness and showing goodness, then we stop connecting, we stop fellowshipping and everything gets dysfunctional. So I want to encourage you, always keep learning from Jesus to have that sweet cleansing humility of heart that always makes everybody feel loved and accepted. Amen. Have a good day.